Hello and welcome to Beyond the Real right here on Mountain 91.5. We are here every Wednesday night talking about movies and listening to jazz. And in this case, we got some Christmas jazz here. It's O Tannenbaum by the Vince Guaraldi Trio, prominently featured in a holiday classic, Charlie Brown Christmas. This is Beyond the Real. My name is Colin. I'm Jake. I'm also Jake. Whoa. I'm Jake too. Mm. Am I Jake too now? Because now I was second. Ooh. We might have to figure that out as the show goes on. So... Not a lot of notable releases from last weekend, just a big bomb that we'll discuss briefly. But today is going to be more of a look back on 2019, as it is our last show of the semester. And we're going to examine what our favorite things from the year were. We got a late start, so we won't keep you for as long as we can. Let's just get into it. So I mentioned earlier about the big bomb that we're going to discuss, and that was last weekend's release, the Playmobil movie. It's got a lot of story behind it that I won't go get into detail here because it's been in development for a really long time and then the studio that it was at got bought by another studio and a bunch of other bad things bottom line it has a budget of 75 million and opened to $660,000 in wide release that's a that's oh boy that's real bad yeah that's rough oh man (laughs) also had a nationwide expansion of dark waters which I don't really know a whole lot about. I haven't seen much marketing for it, and I don't think it's playing in the mid-Michigan area. I've never even heard of this, I don't I think. I haven't either. Yeah. So let's get on to talking about some of our favorite stuff of 2019. I'll actually start this hour off. And one of the favorite things that I saw this year was... Shazam! It has, Shazam. An, it has an exclamation Shazam. mark at the end, so I, I have to I have to yell it. It's a legal obligation. You have to yell it every time you say it. <laughs> I must. I must, man. All, all the merchandise has the exclamation mark on it, so why shouldn't I follow that? That's true. Is it exclamation park mark. I did it again. I said exclamation park again. <laughs> Is it a lightning bolt? No. It should be. No, because the lightning the lightning bolt's the, the background. In, in the back. Yeah. I was going to say it's the Z, but it's, it, it is it, in the background. Would it be stupid if the exclamation mark was the lightning bolt? No, because they've tried that before. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, that's why it, that yeah. sounded like a good idea. Well, I know earlier in the run, it's, it was uh, Captain Marvel and the magic of Shazam back when he was called Captain Marvel. Um, The movie came out in April, and it stars Zachary Levi as Shazam and Asher Andrews, Billy Batson. There was a, I think it topped the box office when it came out. But it didn't make it nearly as much money as I wanted it to. What did I, it? Do you remember what it made? Somewhere in like the three hundred and fifty million worldwide range. Like really? it, it made less worldwide than Captain Marvel did in the U.S. Dang, I thought it did better than that. I wish it had did better than that because it's such a charming and fun movie. And I actually got to talk about it on last semester's show when Kyle came in here as a guest because he really enjoyed it as well, and I had a lot of fun talking with him. But we couldn't talk about spoilers. However, now that the movie is out on home video, I don't feel real bad about saying uh, and going into details. Unless you haven't seen it and you I want to. I haven't seen it, but it's it's okay. You don't really care? When was the last you time can, you can talk about it? Someone said home video. Just now. I mean, before funniest that. Home on the Mountain 91.5. America's Funniest Home Video. AFV, man. I miss those. <laughs> I mean, like, they're all the same thing because it's all just slapstick and people getting hurt. Yeah. But it has but it's it it's family it's humor. Exactly. <laughs> um... The movie has a lot of heart to it because it's mostly about Billy Batson trying to find his place in a family. And when he actually finds his adopted mom that he's been looking the whole movie for and she doesn't want him anymore, it's a really poignant moment because it says that family is what you make of it and it's not necessarily blood. And it's so much fun and it's a lot better than what I was expecting it to be. And 
this is a little thing, but it kind of goes with the two favorite things that I saw this year because it was a really good experience in the theater that I saw it, and I saw it in Super Emax. Oh of, yeah, yeah, kind of back E-Max. home. And there was like this super awesome Fandango two week early showing of it. So the theater was really full and everybody in there was a huge DC fan. So it was one of those clap, cheer and all the fun stuff moments. And I almost just said something. Not, not, you probably wouldn't be happy with it. What I was about to say. Then, uh, <laughs> then present the jury with exhibit. A. <laughs> I like that one. I was about to say, this is the only time Colin's ever been surrounded by all DC fans in a movie theater. I'm sorry. Ow. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, well, ow, it's, it still hurts. Do you I, have a Godding, uh a sound effect on the soundboard? No, I don't. <laughs> no, but honestly, I gotta, I gotta take a bit to process this pain. So, like, I, I can't, I can't keep talking. Oh man, uh, I'm J- sorry, Colin. <laughs> no, you're not. What, what's a, <laughs> switching what's some, from? What's something you saw this year that you loved? Switching from DC to Marvel. Um, I really liked Endgame. Just it was like okay, a big uh, <laughs> surprise. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was a very fan service film we say um just like it just brought everything together and i really liked that and before infinity war like i had watched a lot of the films but i wasn't really like into it and then once infinity war came out i was like oh okay that's cool and then that like set itself up for endgame i was like super hyped for that even though i like i had been following ever since i was a kid like all the marvel movies and just like bring everything back together um i just really liked it and just watched it multiple times that doesn't really happen with films for me. <laughs> yeah I, I think i saw that four times in the theater which I, is as many times yeah, as i've ever seen a movie too. actually no I've, i saw it three times because it tied my other two mc the, <laughs> the only other two mcu movies <laughs> i've seen the most in theaters for some reason besides endgame are ant-man and ant-man and the wasps i don't know why it just kind of happened paul rudd though i love paul rudd he's awesome i have one gripe with Endgame, it's not actually it's not about Endgame. It's about the people who watched Endgame, the fans. Yeah, I'm rooting to the fans here, and you will defend me on this okay. because I was in support of Captain America ever since the beginning, and people ripped on me after the first Avengers movie for I, liking Captain America. I know because I ripped on him when he liked <laughs> Captain America after the first <laughs> Avengers movie. My favorite Iron Man. Iron Man. My favorite was never Iron Man. Well, everyone's. I always I feel like when we left theater, oh my god, Iron Man, oh my god, Iron Man, Iron Man duel, whatever. Indeed, Captain America, the best, my favorite still. And that movie proved it, and everyone now is like, oh wow, Captain America is awesome. And I'm like, yeah, where you been, buddy? <laughs> Sorry, I just took over your time, but no, I didn't no, say that. I think Captain America has kind of been the favorite in the MCU since at least Civil War, and maybe even before that. Thank you. I appreciate this. <laughs> well, I say Wait that a long time. Well, I say that because I back when Civil War was coming out, I stumbled upon a poll of who is your favorite character that's going to be in the movie, and Captain America was number one, and it wasn't even close. Wait for which one? For, for which movie? Uh, for Civil War, it was for like a, it was like a. Well, that was probably that was after Winter Soldier. The best it was going into it. Yeah. That was after Winter Soldier, the best MCU movie in my opinion. I agree. I want to watch that again. It's been oh, so long. So good. Forgot what happened. I I know. Uh, I've seen, like, the beginning, because it was, like, uh, on at one point, but I wasn't really paying attention, but definitely need to. So good. Uh, that I, Even after Endgame, I was like, oh, 
like I, I love Endgame, but some for some reason I don't know Winter Soldier sticks to me as the favorite. At least my favorite. I don't know. Winter Soldier I think is a lot tighter than at least at least it feels that way because there's no fat on Winter Soldier at all. Like no. I can't like I can't think of what I would cut from I it because it all either. all of that serves a purpose. And Endgame is a lot longer, and that's not to say it has more stuff that can be cut, but it's a different kind of movie. Yeah. I mean, they tried to fit in as much as possible because that's what people wanted. They wanted as much Avengers as possible, and they, they gave it to them. They got it, yeah. Because all the deleted scenes from that movie are pretty much garbage, I would say. <laughs> Especially Hulk saving people from a building for no reason. In the CG that they didn't finish. In the CG that didn't so finish. So it looks, it looks real bad. I don't think I've seen those. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah a, they were deleted for a reason. We went to the, was it the re-release of it? And they're like, we got this, a special deleted scene from the movie and we were like okay well what's it gonna be and we were all excited because it came after the movie and it was that and we were like well that was stupid (laughs) well there was also a tease for spider-man but it only showed the first like three minutes of far from home i think it showed spider-man i think it no it didn't uh nick fury and i can't think of her name right now yeah hill and mysterio Mm -hmm. so that wasn't really worthwhile to stick around poster was good though yeah yeah the poster's great the posters are always good. Oh, yeah. I always like those. It's like a um, kind of small one of the Stark gauntlet, and it says, we love you 3,000. Oh. Yeah, it's it's really nice. So, Endgame's one of your favorite movies. What's your favorite moment from it? Oof. Um, I liked... I, th- I feel like a lot of people say this, but I really liked when um, Captain America picked up Thor's hammer mo- Mjolnir, uh, uh, buttering the name. You were close. The producers don't even know how to pronounce okay. it. Mjolnir, Mjolnir, yeah. <laughs> but I, I really liked when, um, like Thanos just gets hit by the hammer, and you're like, wait, what? The Thor's like right there, and then you see like Captain America and be like, hey, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> no I got it. Like a, like a tremendous, let's go. Yeah, and I just like wait. He's always been wait. That's why in. Age of Ultron, he got to move it. He's worthy. Yeah. And you're like, just nudges a little bit. That's cool. My figure <laughs> that was went a nice payoff. Ballistic when he picked up that hammer. I've never been in a theater where, like, I felt like. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good example. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if the Lions actually won the Super Bowl for once. <laughs> Imagine what that crowd reaction would be, but put it in a movie theater watching the movie when that happened. It's ridiculous. A theater? You mean. To say it's a theater full of people who have had their mascot ripped on for a whole bunch of years, <laughs> but he's your favorite character. Yes. And now your favorite character gets the best moment of the movie. Yes, he does, even though that's not my favorite moment for the movie. I can't imagine what that's like. What? I mean, it's my second favorite moment from the movie, but... Probably the portals, right? No. Really? No. Portals were cool. Is but... it Hulk giving Ant-Man the taco? Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely up there. No, it's... uh Professor Hulk. <laughs> no, my favorite moment in Endgame is when Ken... When Hulk dabs. My favorite... <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I, that's my favorite, Damn. actually. I changed it. My favorite oh, moment no. My favorite moment in Endgame is when Ken Jong kicks out Paul Rudd from the storage unit. No, it's not. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that is Ken Jong. Yeah. That was so stupid that was in that. Whatever. Um, Anything with Bro Thor. Bro Thor is New good. Master oh, my 69. My favorite... Fortnite. <laughs> New Master 69. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like... Uh, well, Thor's playing Fortnite, so what if he encounters Thanos in Fortnite? Does he just turn the game off? He must. He'd get just triggered and be like... <laughs> he probably hands the controller over to his roommates. 
Oh, yeah. Forgot the names, but Korg. 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 Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, my favorite moment from Endgame is the last scene in the entire movie with like the post- Steve and Peggy. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a good one. That's my favorite. That's my build-up that I needed, especially now watching Agent Carter because I've been liking that show a lot now. So, You know, you might hate this, but... um, Let's go. What right. is it? Um, Kevin Feige... Marvel Television, like a- the shows on ABC and Netflix and all that, that uh, division has been like folded into Marvel Studios. Yeah. So it's under Kevin Feige now. And he said he's really excited for these upcoming shows to truly tie into the MCU for the first time. <laughs> okay. For the first time. That's, I mean, that's first fine. I could see nothing. Honestly, I finished season one the other day of Agent Carter, and I can confirm that. Nothing in that show has any effect on anything in the actual movies. That's a tough situation for those showrunners to be in because they can't, like, make any huge changes to any of the characters that people are going to go to the movies to see. No. I mean, maybe that's – I wonder if that's why they made the show because they knew knew that nothing would really affect the movies because it's so far, like, in timeline-wise. Because, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was – pretty much right on track with the movies like yeah, the timeline but agent carter's f post world war ii and all mm-hmm. the other movies are not i mean they are post world war ii but like 60 70 years <laughs> post world war ii <laughs> a little different technically I, everything these days is post world war yes, ii you are right it's very true but like direct post world war ii <laughs> so it's like they can just do whatever they want but yeah end game Great movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, Jake. Yeah. It's a great yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah, choice. Yeah. good choice. <laughs> uh, another one that I liked, um, it was during the summer. I had been like, <clears throat> ever since I heard about it, I was just like, I definitely want to see this. It's uh, Detective Pikachu. And I'm just a big Pokemon fan. Like, really? Since I was a kid. Yes. Okay. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, I saw the trailer for it and I saw all the designs of the Pokemon. Like, these are ugly. But like, some of them like, are ugly, but cute i i understand that like there's like a mr mime i was like that's gonna give like some kids nightmares <laughs> and like i yeah <laughs> but um just the fact that ryan reynolds was pikachu at first it was like kind of unsettling not like i don't know not in terrible because well, you recognize but his just, voice probably. yeah then you see yeah. him as, like you see him as like deadpool and all these other um all these other characters and you see like pikachu oh uh, <laughs> but then um like i think he does a great job in the movie and the plot isn't the best, but just the fact that it's a Pokemon movie that is cool. And, like, it, I think it does a pretty good job overall. But the plot isn't... The plot isn't to the standards of, like, a lot of other movies, but it's good enough. And that's... I'll take that. <laughs> this is kind yeah. of a weird question, but how does it stack up to the other Pokemon movies? Like the animated ones? Yeah. Um... I'm intrigued to hear what you have to say about this. It's, I mean, definitely different, mainly because it's live action. I know it's a weird question. Because it's like going from like an anime style to not to live action. Um, So they have to be more realistic, I suppose. Um, I'm not sure. Like, I'd Uh, say the question again. I'm sorry. I personally (laughs) like the. I like the old ones better, just because they're nostalgic for me. What, like uh, um, Mewtwo Strikes Back and whatnot? You mean Mewtwo Strikes? Are you talking about the first Pokemon movie? There's two Mewtwo movies. What's the second one? Mewtwo Strikes Back. Is that literally one? Which one is that? 
the, Pokemon... fir- the first movie is Pokemon, the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mewtwo Strikes Back is the sequel. Oh, maybe I never saw that one. Oh, well. I don't think I ever saw it either because I, I hadn't heard about it until like probably earlier this year. I've only heard but... of Pokemon, the movie Pokemon 3000 or whatever. Yeah, Pokemon the movie 3000. That one. That's a great 2000. one. 2000? 2000. No, there's 2000 and 3000. Oh, there's 3000. Okay. Well, I think I'm at 2000. Is that the one with the birds? 2000 is with a Lugia, Lugia and, yeah. and 3000 is the one with Entei. And yeah. Unknown. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why I'm confused. Yeah. I like both of those ones too. Mm-hmm. I think I like Pokemon 3000 a lot. I like that one. That one's one of my favorites, honestly. I mm-hmm. like the, um, just like the Entei was taking care of this little girl the whole time. And what was your favorite Pokemon to see brought to life in Detective Pikachu? Ooh. Um, and were there one? Were there any that you weren't expecting that were there? When I first saw the trailer, I wasn't expecting like Apom, um, like the little monkey one. Oh yeah, they, used, just, like, they used Apom a fair amount. Yeah, like in the be- like towards the beginning. Of the movie, yeah, um, where like they had the gas and everything, and they went feral. And I wasn't expecting to see those. Just I don't know. There's a nine hundred Pokemon now. Um, Gosh, yeah, <laughs> so many. And like just pick that. Oh, one. Oh, I know this one. guy. Actually. No, Loudred. It's like um. Oh yeah. Colin's looking up a picture of it, but they, there's like a club scene. There's a fight club, like a fight club scene, and I know this one too. Okay. Yeah, he's like <laughs> they had they had the Loudred doing like the bass, and that like I got chill seeing that. That was super cool, and like I was not expecting to see that kind of thing. Cool, man. Yeah. That's like a that's like a bit of is that a bit of wish fulfillment that you wanted? Was was seeing live action Pokemon something that you uh, was it something you thought that you were ever going to get, I suppose? I feel like at some point I was, um, and I just didn't know if it was going to do well. Because a lot of, like, video game movies, they're just like, meh. What did it do box office-wise? I can't remember. On this I, I think it made, like, a it, fair amount. I it know it probably did. It did pretty well, from what I remember, but I don't know exact numbers. The people that, that's the people in the theater I was at seemed pretty hyped about it, so I was kind of expecting it to make a good amount of money. Um, let's see. So, Pokemon Detective Pikachu made a lot of money. No, it did. It did make a lot. It did make a lot of money. It made four hundred thirty-one million worldwide. That's pretty good. That's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Probably enough for them to at least think about a sequel and like start start bringing in probably some more, maybe some more Pokemon. If they do a sequel, they're probably just going to do a completely different story. I don't think they could follow the same characters. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I think Pokemon is a tough one to do a story for if you're not like a really big fan of some of the source material. I think the source material the... being. Because if you. You can't follow the story of the Pokemon games to no, make a right. movie out of it. You... No, this one. This, I would say you could probably go into this movie without playing any of the games. Yeah, I agree. Oh, good. Um, And they actually. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but there's a Detective Pikachu game on the 3DS. There is, yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, But it's nothing like the movie. Oh. And like, <laughs> it's. They actually do have an APOM at the beginning of the movie, but that's that's different. Um, <laughs> I hadn't played it. There's like a demo that I played, and I didn't get very far in it. It just wasn't very engaging. But um, it's very different from the movie, and I, I was expecting expe- expecting it to be like the same kind of story, even though I didn't get far in it, so I didn't know what happened mm-hmm. in the game. But um, it, I like what they did with the movie instead of just copying from the game. Good, yeah, good. Um, were there some, I, I think I already, I already asked that, that kind of question. 
So we've got um this is actually kind of gonna gonna be a good transition because we got some live action with Shazam, we got some uh live action animation hybrid with Detective Pikachu, and my one that I'm gonna talk about is purely animation, and that's Dragon Ball Super Broly. Dragon, dragon, rock the dragon, dragon ball super, super early. Super <laughs> 9,000. You notice that we skipped over TJ because TJ isn't actually here tonight. He has a final tomorrow because it's finals week here at CMU, and he's taking the time to study for that rather than talking about Pokemon. <laughs> Honestly, probably a smart choice. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I hope I hope TJ is doing well. That being said, curse you, TJ, curse for, you, for, TJ. Not, TJ. for not being in the studio. Come on, man. What are, what are you doing? You're about your grades. That's a major yeah, who, head. Who does that? <laughs> who studies <laughs> in this day and age? In any case, Dragon Ball Super Broly had one screening up here in Mount Pleasant. Just one. Wait, really? Yeah, it was just one. That's uh, weird. They had one for the sub version and one for the dub version. And... I mentioned earlier that Shazam was a really good experience because of the fans in the theater, and Broly was the same way because our screening was sold out. Like, really? Yeah, I got tickets like a week in advance. I and, guess uh, that yeah. they probably did that on purpose because my theater was not sold out. I was Ooh. literally the only one in there with my roommate. So. Ouch! <laughs> and like one of those giant theaters too. So, well, our theater was a lot of fun, and they were cheering at a couple of parts, like when Vegeta goes Super Saiyan God, like. Uh, a bunch of us cheered and clapped at that. That was a lot of fun. And when Broly is like trying to fight Whis because Whis is super powerful, everybody in the theater went like "ooh," because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was a uh, it was really fun to share that experience with a lot of people. And the movie was kind of the cap on a journey that I had taken over the past like year before that to become a Dragon Ball fan because I played Dragon Ball Fighters and. I didn't know a lot of the characters, but the visuals in that are really, really well done and engaging to even somebody who doesn't like it very much. And that got me to want to learn about the characters and watch. So I watched DBZ Abridged because it's the cheapest way to, <laughs> see, yeah, what, to see what's going on. And that really got me into that franchise. And I, I am a big fan of a lot of those characters now. I own merchandise for those characters now because of how much I like them. And Dragon Ball Super Broly was kind of the tip of that spear and clearly i wasn't the only one who saw it because that movie made over a hundred million dollars oh man <laughs> yeah uh highest grossing dragon ball film for sure and i think it's one of like 16 anime films that have ever hit that really yeah wow good for them yeah, yeah. it's really awesome and i think it's well deserved because the, the the animation in that is beautiful i don't know if you've seen it jake i have not okay are you you're not really a Dragon Ball fan. Uh, I like it, but I'm not super into it. But you can talk about it. That's uh, that's a. Uh, it's like, I think if you have to pick one anime to be like the face of the entire shonen industry, it's probably something Dragon Ball related. Yeah, like <laughs> that. Yeah, because like Naruto maybe, but yeah, Nar like... yeah, Naruto's up there too. Yeah. I think Naruto is Naruto actually outsold Dragon Ball Z worldwide. Really? Like over the course of its life, I think. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I guess that makes sense. Well, DBZ Dragon Ball is still huge, and the Dragon Ball Super, the Dragon Ball Super finale, like trended number three on Twitter worldwide when it aired. So that's mighty nice. I guess it's kind of popular that way. But the Broly movie has animation that the franchise hasn't seen ever. It's really like soft and round, and they clearly put a lot of budget into it. The story's simple. It tracks kind of the origins of Goku, Vegeta, and Broly from the destruction of planet Namek by Frieza. And Frieza plays a good part in the movie, too. 
Broly was featured in an earlier Dragon Ball movie and he was really popular, but he had no character development at all. So for them to actually make him like this kind of tragic kid who the story is really primarily about more than anyone else. That's I sure. thought that was a great move and I think it's a great movie and it's definitely the movie that I've revisited the most because I mean, you bought it, didn't you? Yeah, I did because it has Your money's worth. Yeah. Yeah. And it has really awesome voice acting, especially from, you know, the guys that scream because there's a, <laughs> there's a point in the mo- mo- in the movie where all of Broly's dialogue from this point on is just screaming. <laughs> and the actor that does it, Vic Mignogna, he's really good at it. That's all you, that's your audition tape for Dragon Ball, just scream. <laughs> that's all you have to do. <laughs> he was just like that. I love it. <laughs> You're in. Yeah, so there you go. Gorgeous animation, great voice acting. I love the, I love this movie. I think it's super, super cool, and I'm very glad to have seen it in the theater that had a whole bunch of fans in it to share my joy. Were you into Dragon Ball like before you played like fighters and stuff? I always knew what it was because yeah. it's really popular. Yeah. Um, like I knew who Goku was and I had read a fair amount of, by fair amount. I mean, everything up to like Goku fighting Vegeta for the first time in the manga. And then I stopped because the library didn't have any more copies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I got off of it for probably like 10 the plus biggest, years. The biggest peak in the entire Dragon Ball Z series. It was a pretty I mean, good it was, peak, yeah, man. that was for sure, but it mm. got better and better. So I stopped uh, right before Goku became a Super Saiyan, I think, which is still really early on yeah. in the series. Yeah, that's pretty early. Because that show has like 297 episodes. <laughs> It's uh, it's a whole bunch, I know, because I own a lot of it. <laughs> um, but Fighters got me interested because of how dynamic the visuals are. I really like the animation style in that. I don't play it, but I just see a lot of clips from it. And it looks really cool. I don't play it a ton either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just, I, it's, it's one of those rare games, I think. I don't know if Smash occupies this, but I have as much fun watching it as I do playing it. I, I get the same feeling, yeah. I mean, do you play any kind of fighting games, anything like that? I play a lot of Smash Bros, yeah. Like com- like competitive Smash, that fun stuff? Uh, I went to, like, one tournament and then had, like, a I'm couple s- of friendlies here and there. I'm but so not bad at Smash. Nothing super competitive. I'm not good enough. Okay, just curious. Because <laughs> for me, Smash isn't much fun to watch. Okay. But Fighters is. Yeah. Not that it's easy to compare the two because Smash is 1v1. <laughs> I and... mean, most, a lot of Smash tournaments are 1v1. They yeah, have du- they have doubles too and stuff. Yeah. But... Well, what I meant is that fighters is three v three. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, it's like mean. a like tag team sort of, but you're playing with yourself. They do have a mode in um, Smash Ultimate actually that the um like a tag team type thing. I can't remember Squad Strike. Oh, that's actually kind of dope. Yeah, you get like three, like a three v three or a five v five, and you can pick each stock oh, as a different cool. character. I didn't know. So that. it's kind of the same style. Wow. Yeah. Neat tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> going off of um, going off of the movies to talk about games a little bit because we're actually we're all gamers in here. Gamers, yeah, especially TJ. So we could uh, we we could make a beyond the game here if, if we <laughs> wanted it to, but that's not what we're doing tonight. We're going back to talk about movies. So we got one for me, one from you, uh, and yours was also Endgame yeah. kind of. So you guys had a good discussion about that. Yeah. Um, what was your other what was your other movie? My other movie was the movie that I guess kind of was. 50-50 for a lot of people. Uh, Captain Marvel. I was a big fan of it. My roommates in Florida weren't so much. Um, yeah. I I really like this movie a lot. 
Um, I can't think of really much to say about it right now. Of course, now I'm on the spot. Uh, I thought it was just a pretty good movie. I don't think it was Marvel's best. That's for sure. But I had fun watching it. I agree with that. I liked watching it, but it wasn't like up on the list of the greatest Marvel movies. No, it was just a basic, yeah, like uh, basic uh, shoot. I'm missing blanking on the word right now. Movie. <laughs> uh, introduction movie, whatever it's called. Origin story. Origin. Origin. Oh my gosh, yeah. I am <laughs> so tired. Origin story movie is pretty much just a basic one of that, but uh, it was a lot of fun. I uh, like seeing young Nick Fury. That was funny, and Goose the cat. <laughs> I, it's it. I don't like cats. It's I'm not. I don't usually like cats either. But I thought. Well, I th- I just like Nick Fury and Goose the cat interacting. <laughs> I like Nick Fury and anyone interacting. Yeah, because. Yeah. Clark Gregg was in the movie too, and him and Captain Marvel have a fun dynamic. That was my favorite part of the movie, personally, was them talking to each other. I think we could probably have like a whole episode of just you and me talking about Captain Marvel because I actually probably. I didn't like that. Yeah, one. I know you don't. Like, I'm not I'm not ripping on anyone for liking it. Like, if you have fun with it, then more power to you. Glad yeah. you enjoyed no, it. Like, I completely understand why people don't like yeah. it. Um, I just came out of that theater really liking it good couldn't i honestly couldn't really tell you why i like it so much i just do that's just fine yeah that's all i got sorry i (laughs) I don't have a really great discussion on this movie right now i just know i like it a lot hey man the purpose of art is to evoke feeling and if that's what captain marvel did for you then by all means yeah it was cool maybe it was because that i wonder if that was the first time i went to one of those amc dine-ins maybe that's why i just like bumped it up Mm. the experience of watching it maybe I did like, um, no, what I didn't like was Nick Fury's um, eye patch. <laughs> Last <laughs> time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. Yeah, that was, okay, that was, I thought it was funny, but I was also like, I th- really? I it was funny, yeah, it, it, like, it kind of made him look less, uh. Threatening. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, it was just like, I thought it was funny at first, and I was like, well, that's kind of dumb, but I, I, I find it funny. It's just funny when you look at it, because like, in the older, like the first few movies, because his eye looks like something legit happened to it. Like mm-hmm. it got like burned out or some tech destroyed it. But now when they do, he just has the three lines from the scratch. Well, that's what I had. in. that's what it looked like in winter soldier. Yeah. When he took the eye patch off. Did it look like three scratches? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, it must've been Avengers then where it looked like an, an Iron Man where he, it just looked like there were like weird lines coming off of it. Cause they like, couldn't decide what to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now at least we have a definitive thing of that. Um, my favorite thing about Captain Marvel, this is setting the bar very, very low, <laughs> but I love her costume. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so like cool. It. Especially in that, I don't like her endgame look as much. No. But the her costume in Captain Marvel is colorful. With or without helmet. I like it without the helmet. I think I think the helmet's a bit odd, and I've known that she has that look for a while, and I never, I never latched onto it, but I love that costume. It's really cool. Uh, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite costumes out of all of the MCU. And even the effects when um, she like changes the colors and stuff, that sequence is really fun. Too. <laughs> I like when she goes neon. Yeah, yeah, yeah neon yeah. Captain Marvel was a was a good looking one. Yeah, it was so good that they that made a fun. Funko Pop. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun one, man. And I gotta say, uh, I'm not gonna own the movie. I'm don't feel any compulsion to watch it again because I think any excuse for like doing an MCU marathon ended after Endgame came out. Oh my gosh. Um, but I did have fun with it and I don't hate it by any means. I just think it's one that I'm not really going to revisit. That's fair. Yeah. 
But if you're going to revisit it, more power to you, and I'm really glad you like it. Yeah. So I've gone through my two. You've gone through your two. Those are my two. Yeah. You got to take a peek at you in Endgame. Yep. yep. Okay. So now we actually make a crucial decision here because we started a bit late, and we have to decide whether we want to do one last movie live for the semester or not. I think we should. You think you should? Yeah, we can do it. Yeah. Okay, cool. I might need a little help here because I'm very tired and I might need a remembrance <laughs> of what each thing means. That's all right, man. Uh, I need three male names. Uh, I was going to do Jimothy, but we've done that a million times. <laughs> we have. Do a Chad. Chad. Okay. Uh, Yug. Yug. Oh. Great. <laughs> Did we do that uh, last week, too? No. Well, we're going to have to now. Yug. Yug. Okay. okay. And, and, oh boy. Chad Yug. <laughs> so many names. Colin, do you have a word to throw on here? Since it's the last one, you should, I feel like you should kind of participate in this. Uh, well, I, like, I know what the male name ties into. But don't. So I'm, I'm cheating a little Forget bit. Forget it. I'm cheating a little bit. Um, I'll tie into something else. We can come back to that last right. male name if you want to come up with it. Um, I need an academic subject. Math. Um. Hmm. Well, okay, it can it can be something wacky too, like okay. so, like something I've heard like for aerobics, like a left like left handed puppetry. <laughs> I've always wanted a degree in left handed puppetry. <laughs> left handed puppetry. Like German polka history, ventriloquism, ventriloquism. Yes, I like. That All one. right, that's a that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Ventriloquism, and while I am writing that, I need a verb ending in ing. Hmm. And just so you know, it's going to get shortened. Uh, what do you mean? Like I'm I'm going to cut the g off. Oh, so it's an in. Yeah. Christening. 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 <laughs> 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 or like flying 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 slamming slamming yeah jamming slamming yep call him like a slam a jamma slamming yep that's gonna that's gonna be a good one um i need a type of creature from the black lagoon <laughs> nah what a centaur Yes, That's yes. That's good. Uh-huh. I like that. Uh-huh. Centaur. Uh-huh. So, going from there, I need an acronym. Oh. Oh, I'm really bad with these. Okay. Um. I was... Oh, shoot. What, the uh, FBI? CIA? Yeah, it could be one of those. Poop. People order our patties. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Man, every every I feel like every what about evil? Toilet, every villain is lemons. Yes. Toilet humor is so easy to go for. Um What is the SpongeBob reference? Evil. Um we can do evil. Yeah, yeah every villain is lemons. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, that's a SpongeBob quote. Okay. I'll just take a word for that. We ready to come back to that last male name? Do you got anything, Jake? Do you have anything, Jake? <laughs> Jake. <laughs> How about Jake? Colin. Yeah, you place yourself in this. <laughs> or how about TJ since he's not here? Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yep. good. And there's, like that. and there's nothing he can do about it. Yes. <laughs> there's nothing he can do. All right, TJ. So our male names are Chad, Yug, and TJ. What a crew. Wow. <laughs> 
I think TJ and Yugo would get along pretty well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, need an adjective. Hmm. Uh, Colin. That's not an adjective. Oh, I need your help. <laughs> adjective describes something. Okay. Yeah, so like uh if you basically if you can put very in front of it, it's an adjective. Oh, okay. So squishy. <laughs> yeah, squishy is a good one. Hairy. Oh. Juicy. Juicy. <laughs> Juicy. Uh-huh. I like that one. It's the last energy Juicy. on the exams left. <laughs> okay. Need a like a monster name or like just some kind of a wacky name. Like I don't know, Groom or Mongor or Go- <laughs> or Gozer, something like that. Gozer, wow, I wonder you got that one. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> what a wacky name. <laughs> um, I need a household object or like an appliance. Toaster. S- spork. 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 <laughs> a fapoon. Fapoon is much better. Fapoon? What is yeah. a fapoon? It's it's the reverse fork. Yeah, it's like the it's the exact the same thing that. It, oh, it's just the words switched around. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's all it is. All right, fapoon. Fapoon. Uh, need a place. Don't say the Dimmodome. Don't say the Dimmodome. We've already said that. Oh gosh, Kaibaland. No, <laughs> we already did a Yu-Gi-Oh one. Can't do it. Kaibaland. <laughs> Oh, no. I got to think of something. We could do Kaiba Land. No, we can't do two Yu-Gi-Oh ones. Fine. We already have Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> we already have Yu-Gi-Oh. We can't do another. We can't do Kaiba Land. I mean, I'm I'm pretty glad that uh, I don't have a noun in here, because I think if I said noun, then you would have said heart of the cards. Heart of the cards. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What's well, a good place? Moscow? Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated. <laughs> Let's do it. Sure. <laughs> Let's do it. I wasn't expecting that. Um, need a verb. Frying. Oh, uh, just verb. Fry. So like fry would be oh, one. Oh, fry, yeah. Uh, oh, burn. Mm, churn. Churn. What about... Hmm. It could be burn. What? No, it's got to be something funnier than that. Okay. What? Like, like wiggle, <laughs> like the wiggles. <laughs> Waddle, Sh- shimmy, shimmy, shimmy is a good one. You guys like shimmy? Yeah, yeah, shimmy. Okay. It. What's your favorite wiggle song called? <laughs> Beyond the wiggle. <laughs> are, are you kidding me? It's a uh, um. The fruit salad. Uh, yummy, yummy. Yeah, so yeah, fruit salad. I was thinking of banana foam, but that's not the wiggles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's hot potato. Hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato. Why do I potato. know that? Copyright claim. I can't. Oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we are not affiliated or sponsored by the Wiggles. <laughs> 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 Although I wish we were. <laughs> like I think that'd be kind of beautiful. Did you know that the there's, Were we looking at this that there's still two guys from the original Wiggles still yep. doing the Wiggles? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Wiggles is on Hulu. <laughs> we found it when we were and looking Hulu. for something on Halloween to watch. Hulu is just at its peak, man. They got the Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last word of the semester no. is an adjective. I'll give you this one. Oh, gosh. Why is all the pressure on me? So something very 
I'm just using your thing now. Very not crunchy, crusty. Where did do we? Nah, crusty was in the uh, oh your warm up. Yeah, warm up. Uh, spotty, shoddy, like a melody in my head. <laughs> no, 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 not every day. No, 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 Is it like no. your iPod stuck on replay? Yeah. Hey. Oh boy, you can tell that song is dated because he says the word iPod. <laughs> His iPod Nano. Oh, oh that hurts. <laughs> you said crunch. You said crunchy. I like that crunchy. One. You like crunchy? Yeah, let's do crunchy. Okay. Crunchy. So, I'm curious as to what movie Colin picked. I think you're gonna like this one. Um. All right. There wasn't really anything like noteworthy that that happened in the past week, other than some trailers, but. There's just been something stuck in my head for the whole weekend. It's a track from... The Big Show? No. (laughs) It's a track from Ghostbusters called... (laughs) (laughs) It's it's called, Okay, Who Brought the Dog? And it's it's just the track that plays when uh, Rick Moranis runs away from the hotel. So it's like... It's a 50-second track. So, so, uh, and Jake's been playing the Ghostbusters game, and they use that track, like, at least 400 times during the gameplay. Because they just picked... Picked and choose tracks from the first movie, and then obviously it didn't make anything new. So anytime you're in a battle scene, they you play that track. Yeah. Replay that. Yeah. So I wrote this movie lib based on Ghostbusters. It is now awesome. Centaur Slammers. Centaur Centaur <laughs> Slammers. Centaur Slammers. Who are you gonna call? Centaur <laughs> Slammers. Chad, Yug, and TJ are all doctors of ventriloquism at a university. <laughs> what a degree. <laughs> but they lose their position after some rather juicy research on evil. <laughs> they go into the business of centaur slamming and are successful enough to air commercials saying, we're ready to shimmy you. <laughs> I don't know what that consists of. But when an evil being, Frank... <laughs> Frank. Is that why you said Gozer earlier? Yeah, uh-huh. Emerges from Yug's girlfriend's foo-poo. <laughs> wow. The team must save Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated. As the crunchy song says, Ooh. slam in makes me feel good. That's actually kind of catchy. I like that. <laughs> so that's Centaur Slammers. Centaur Slammers. That was a very terrific way to end the... Semesters, years, and decade of oh, of wow, movie yeah. lib because this is the last movie lib in the two thousand tens. Teens, tens, teens. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the 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 twenty teens. Twenty teens. Yeah, twenty teens ish. I mean, I mean, most teen problems go away after age twenty. Big, have, big blow, blow, Colin. <laughs> so you didn't have to <laughs> help me like that. <laughs> big brain move right there. <laughs> All right. So we are going to take a break to reflect on movie libs of years past and have a good time doing it. But we'll be back with a lot of trailers. So if you want to hear about what movies are coming out in the future, then stay tuned right here to the Mountain 91.5. Hello and welcome back to Beyond the Real right here on Mountain 91.5. We're back from our break. And we got some trailers to talk about. We got four big trailers that released in between now and our last show. The first of which came out on Thursday. It's like they wait until the day after our show to release these big trailers. So the first one we're going to talk about is the next Disney remake that's coming out. And it is Disney's Mulan. 
it, it is, in fact, Disney's Mulan. So we got a little bit of audio from it here, and we're going to play it. Citizens, we are under attack from northern invaders. Their leader calls himself Ori Khan. Fights alongside a witch. No survivors. By edict of his imperial majesty, every family must contribute one man to fight. Have you no son? I am blessed with two daughters. I will fight. We must be strong. This time he will not return. We got some discussion about that trailer to discuss. <laughs> but before any of that, I got to inform you what we're listening to here, which is you are listening to WMHW HD1 and HD2 Mount Pleasant Mountain 91.5, a service of Central Michigan University School of Broadcast and Cinematic Arts. All right. So I've probably hit the nail on the head for this one a lot, which is that I'm not a Disney cat like at all. I think I saw Mulan in AP World History at one point. So I don't, I'm not really a huge fan. I know there's a song about the the Huns. Yeah. I think. Yep. <laughs> so is Mulan really awesome source material to draw from for a live action remake? Yes. I love Mulan. A lot. <laughs> I am excited for this movie. Uh, it's definitely different than the other remakes. I was not excited for Lion King because that was stupid. Ooh, got him. Shots fired. Uh, this one's cool, though, because there are no songs in it. What? Yeah, so no getting down to business to defeat the Huns. Is it actually a Disney movie, then? <laughs> yeah, it is. If there are no songs in it? Yeah. Like, can it be a Disney movie? Yeah. Wow. Did the Lion King, the live-action Lion King, have songs in it? Yeah, it did, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't see it. As a soundtrack, so I'm going to assume so. Mm. Probably. I did not see the trailer for it. Um, Was there anything that stood out to you specifically? Uh, I know there's no Mushu. So no, come on. I love what? Mushu. That's like one of my favorite characters. <laughs> Eddie in Murphy. Yeah, no Eddie, <laughs> yeah. No Eddie Murphy, oh, no Mushu. Oh, uh, well, I, know, I, I, I just, wasn't going to see the movie, but now I'm extra not going to see this movie. <laughs> I just think it's a different. I think it's just going to be good because it's got, it looks like it's got a lot of action, which I like. And I also like Mulan. So when one, two punch. Woohoo, two, two thumbs up right there. Yeah, two thumbs up from old Jake. From old Jake, our resident Disney fan. <laughs> our resident Disney hostage. <laughs> you know, you call me out on being a DC fanboy all the time. I feel like I could call you out on being a Disney That's fanboy fair. all the time. I'll take it. All right. Or we could just have some peace and enjoy the Ghostbusters Afterlife yeah. trailer, <laughs> which is the next one that we're going to play some audio from. Here it is. A ghost trap? There hasn't been a ghost sighting in 30 years. New York in the 80s? It's like The Walking Dead. Your dad never mentioned this to you? It's just my mom. My grandfather died. My mom says we're just here to pick through the rubble of his life. Really different kind of trailer there, because yeah. <laughs> there aren't any jokes in it. Nope. Like it, even though they have Paul Rudd, who looks great. I'm very yeah. curious to see what Paul Rudd does with this movie because it'll probably be really fun. It's a the fact that they're going in a serious direction is a little different, 
And also the fact that they say there hasn't been a ghost sighting in 30 years kind of scrubs over the 2016 Melissa McCarthy <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah, no, they're yeah. erasing that one. So that's a bit awkward. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that one that one was in its completely own universe because that one didn't have any of the original. Well, I mean, the the actors were in it, but they didn't. The other, the old, the original Ghostbusters didn't exist in that movie. Oh, at all. okay. So they had cameos, but it wasn't canon with the rest. No, of them. they were like so. Um, Bill Murray was like an expert ghost. Uh, what's the like a D? What's the word? Like he would like, like, oh my gosh, like a medium. No, he was always a like an, not anti ghost, but he would always like shoot down any theories of ghosts like a devil's advocate i guess that's not the word i'm thinking of but like a yeah something like that where he's like oh these are ghosts eh, whatever and also oh, he's just a cable news commentator yeah and dan Aykroyd was a taxi driver and um what was ernie hudson ernie hudson was uh the uncle of leslie jones character who mm. owned like a hearse company or something also oh, that's where they got ecto one yeah all right so thank yeah. you for providing all the details. And Annie details. Potts was yeah. a was the what's the the de- oh my gosh the person at the front desk of a hotel receptionist yeah receptionist <laughs> oh my I, my brain is like off today it's tired yeah yeah she was the receptionist of the like hotel that they go to so that was kind of cool that they had them all in there okay that's some pretty nice fan service by the way thank you for providing all these details for because we haven't seen yeah, it you're, yeah you're welcome yeah, uh, appreciate it it wasn't bad okay. But it wasn't great. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth's character was pretty funny. I'll give him that. <laughs> but uh, I'm happy that this this new one looks pretty interesting. I'm intrigued by it. I'm intrigued by it too. It yeah. looks like a, um, it looks a lot like they're making it about the legacy of Harold Ramis. Yeah, which is a very meta thing for them to do. <laughs> it really is, honestly. Yeah. He's been. I think he passed away like five years ago at at this point. Yeah, I think it's got to be. It doesn't right. feel like that long, no. I mean, but it but it is. So for them to honor him by making the main character, I think I think they say it's his grandson. Yeah, in the trailer. Is. Yeah, Finn Wolfhard is his grandson. Finn Wolfhard looks very skinny. I mean, in yeah. this, like he probably weighs he like eighty like... pounds in this trailer. <laughs> he looked like that in Stranger Things three. So I didn't see Stranger Things three. I only saw the first episode, but he's pretty darn skinny. <clears throat> No well, well, here we are talking about celebrities' body weight on, on, <laughs> on Beyond the Real, but Ghostbusters looks like it'll be a really good continuation of the franchise of the movies in the franchise that they want to continue. So we'll see mm-hmm. how that comes out. I think that comes out in April, maybe. I actually have another funny thing to tell you about that. What you got? Other Ghostbusters movie is they kind of tried to leave it off like they were going to make a sequel, which is definitely not happening now. Ooh. So the 2016 one? Was yeah, that- they were, there was an end credit scene where they were like testing a bunch of like, new equipment, and Leslie Jones' character was like listening to something. She's like, you said something about some Zool. And then it ended, and you're like, well, I guess they're going to try to make another one. I Obviously, understood that reference. I- <laughs> um, but- oh, 2020. Okay, th- for July. Oh, okay, that's okay, actually pretty close. Okay, I thought that yeah, was, was close. Yeah, it's July, about July tenth. Yeah, thank you for thank you for correcting that. It's about six months away. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, technically, I'm going to count this as the fourth Ghostbusters film because the Ghostbusters video game is the third film. Nice, <laughs> good one, good one. <laughs> Not that other other thing that I mentioned <laughs> earlier. Well, I think it's safe to say that here beyond the real, 
Bustin' makes us feel good. Does. Almost as good as the Free Guy trailer. That was a really awful that segment. That was not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you'll have a bit more fun with the Free Guy trailer than you will with my segues. We got some audio for it. Here it is. Is this what recreational drugs feel like? I wouldn't know. <laughs> just to directly address the end of that trailer there. Ryan Reynolds is at that point in his career where he can do just about anything. Yeah. So this is probably just something he saw that was fun. Prominently features Mariah Carey's 90s hit Fantasy. I like that one. Glad she's beautiful. getting a paycheck nowadays that isn't from... All I want for Christmas is you. She doesn't need to work again, man. She can do that yeah. song. Yeah, Every she... single year, that song gets back up into like the top five. For good reason. No. It's a pretty good <laughs> It's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. No, it is. I know. I'm just, I don't know. I don't like her. No so from the looks of the Free Guy trailer, Ryan Reynolds plays an NPC in a video game who realizes that he's in a video game. So then he just kind of starts like wreaking havoc, and it looks like a GTA type thing, like a, like a sandbox okay. type game. I'm interested to see what this is going to be like, because I think Ryan Reynolds kind of plays the same sort of character in most movies. He plays himself. <laughs> I think it looks really interesting. Um, I'm kind of skeptical, just that it's not going to like go with a video game tropes or cliches, and just going with like yeah. what's like oh what's hip. But instead of like actually adding like substance, but I think I think it looks pretty cool. I'm just skeptical. I'll see it. Uh, yeah, I, I had her watch it. It took me. I I didn't see the trailer until today. When did the trailer come out? Do you remember? Like a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah. So I didn't see the trailer until today. I had heard about it. I didn't. I'd heard. I didn't know what it was about at all. You know, just, it wasn't a couple of weeks ago. It was in the last week. That's my oh, bad. Okay. Anyway, I heard about it, but I didn't know anything about. It. Like I didn't know it was a video game movie or anything. I just knew that he was in it. And I knew the name of it, but it looks pretty interesting. Yeah, I hope, it does. I hope the... I'm a little worried kind of about the effects of that movie, but we'll wait and see, I guess. Like the special effects? Or? Yeah, I don't know. Something about it was throwing me a little bit. But he can save any movie, I feel like. I have no idea if this is right or not, but I think a lot of video game movies are kind of bad because the people that make them didn't grow up playing them <laughs> right because presumably filmmakers are like in their 40s and video games weren't what they are or today new video games yeah mm. or or anything or anything like that because they they don't get it they don't they haven't played them again i don't know any specifics here i'm just kind of making a generalization because i assume movie makers are slightly older like 40s ish and for somebody to make a sandbox type movie based off of grand theft auto that probably didn't play grand theft auto is a that doesn't seem like a recipe for a really good movie to me so i'm skeptical of free guy but i think ryan reynolds will probably make it fun oh yeah, yeah i agree with that okay there was some movie i'd heard about a while ago i don't i assume it came out it was like a first person movie oh Ooh. that's a uh, um hardcore henry yes. yeah did yes. that come out it came out in like 2016 oh my god that was a while ago yeah my film professor talked about it i love that movie the, the, it, oh it's good i yeah i really liked it oh good um it's been a little while since I've seen it. It was like 2016. 
Um, it was just at a friend's house one time, and I enjoyed watching it. It was definitely different because you don't really see like a point of view shot for the whole the entire movie, but then like it's basically it just seems like one fluid shot basically. Ooh. Um, wow, I really I, wanted to see that. Yeah, it's really cool. Just definitely check it out sometime. This just in: video game movies can be good. They can be if you try yeah. a little bit harder. Uh, yeah, I I feel bad that we're I'm like throwing off our little streak of trailers here, but I was gonna mention that I feel like what was the, what are some recent video game movies that have come out? I know Tomb Raider, Detective Pikachu, Detective Pikachu. I think that might. Be I think Tomb Raider got pretty average reviews. Yeah, that movie was all right. I didn't see it. It was good. Assassin's Creed crazy. came out oh, in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I, see, I didn't that one. see I didn't see that. I remember. I didn't see that one either. I heard it was real bad. Yeah. I heard it was all right. Mm. I feel like that's how movies are now. It's just all right video game movies. Rampage. That one was really oh, stupid. Gosh. With The Rock. <laughs> I saw that one. It, oh, man. Oh, I lost brain cells coming out of that movie. I can't believe you saw that movie. <laughs> I had it for the show. I wanted oh, to talk point. about it. Okay. Yeah. It was uh, Hitman too. Oh, yeah. The new oh, movie. I forgot that was a movie. Oh. Yep. I think that's it. Did you just look up a list? I'm just looking up a list. <laughs> um, Mortal Kombat from that's a that's coming one. out, right? Is there a new? It was Mortal? a 1995 oh, the one, old Mortal Kombat movie. I'm just looking on the, and the old time the old two movie. Doesn't have Dwayne the Rock Johnson in it too. Um, I'm pretty sure. I don't think it does. No, that's Doom. That's what I said. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Doom does. Doom unless has... I didn't, I was I meant to say Doom. If I unless I didn't, I might have not said Doom. Yeah, I don't Doom, know. Doom has the Rock in it. There's a Resident Evil one too. I'm seeing. Well, they, the, there are a lot of those. Yeah, but yeah. those I feel like those barely have anything to do with the games. Yeah, they kind of do their own thing. They've been following that for a while. Okay, I'm done <laughs> derailing the show. Um. Well, as long as you're talking and kind of like going on a bit of a tangent, you have some corrections to issue, don't you? Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, I forgot that I actually saw Endgame four times in theaters, counting the re-release. So Endgame is the one I saw the most. Sorry, Ant-Man and Ant-Man the Wasp. <laughs> uh, you are not my t- the most I've seen in theaters anymore. I Ooh. apologize. There's a there's a tear running down his eye. He's truly sorry. I am sorry. Although it's still kind of funny that that's the, those two are tied for second for the ones I've seen the most, <laughs> even though they're not in like my top three. Getting back into superheroes, the final trailer that we're going to talk about this week is the first official trailer for Wonder Woman 1984. Got some audio for that. Here it be. Nothing good is born from lies. And greatness is not what you think. The 80s are coming back, baby. And Wonder Woman is coming with them. Mighty hard to see in the trailer, but her costume is extremely bright. It is very in this bright. trailer, <laughs> and I think it's beautiful. It's cool. Yeah. I like it. They also brought back the boomerang tiara because when she throws it at somebody. Wait, and, really? I didn't even notice that. Oh, she does. Yeah, that's and cool. That was that was kind of awesome. Um, what do you guys think about this? I think oh. it looks super. Co- I'm sorry. No, you go. I think it looks super cool. Um, I'm not a huge DC guy like you, Colin, but um, I. Definitely just, like, the vibe that it's going for. Good. Compared to the first one. It's kind of a Marvel vibe. A <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ouch. I mean, I, th- I I think if you replaced, like, Wonder Woman with 
maybe a Star Lord solo thing, the movie's pretty. It, it would be it would be fairly similar. Yeah. Although Star Lord hugging hugging uh uh Steve Trevor would be like a mighty good Chris reunion. <laughs> that'd, be uh-huh. nice. that'd be nice. Um, I really like the first Wonder Woman movie. I think it was the one that kind of gave the rest of the world hope for the DC live action things before Justice League tore it down. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. I really liked Wonder Woman in the theater and then I watched it again and I was kind of half and half on it. I don't know why. But it doesn't have a ton of repeat viewing value. No, that's yeah. probably, that must be why, but uh, I'll see this new one. It looks pretty good. I mean, that, I feel like a lot of stuff, maybe it's just because of Stranger Things that makes me think there's a lot of 80s stuff popping up. I feel yeah. Like. A lot of nostalgia. Yeah. So I don't, I feel like it'd be pretty hard to mess this movie up. Although maybe add a really good villain. I don't know. The villain is Maxwell Lord, who people from the comics will very like, who people who do not read comics will very likely not know. Which one is that? So I'm, I'm kind of, oh. I'm kind of going to leave that alone. Okay. I won't talk like, about Cause it. I could, I could talk about it for a while, <laughs> but it doesn't mean anything cause he's never been in any, uh, like really big thing before to my knowledge. So I think that this is kind of, no, it's not really in the same. And I was going to compare it to black widow cause they can make like a black widow movie in almost any time frame that they want and have it be interesting. I don't know if you can do that. Well, well that's what they're doing with black widow. Yeah. In May. Cause they're having that set whenever they could have a black widow movie, like set really, really early in her career, like during the cold war, maybe. Well, that's why I, thought they were doing because i thought it was gonna be about the budapest thing that they've mentioned a million times yeah but obviously yeah. not so well maybe that's another movie wonder woman's the same kind of thing they can they have this whole like hundred year time period to work with between her movie and batman versus superman where they could make a movie about her in pretty much any point in that time yeah so this is the first of those concepts presumably yeah i think it looks like fun should be I, pretty good. I like they that they showed um they showed her with the lasso like riding the lightning. That was that- so cool. <laughs> like I've never seen that in the comics or anything, but that's incredibly cool. It is pretty cool. They have um Kristen um, Wiig as well uh, yeah. as a what che- is that? Cheetah? She, yeah, yeah, she's Barbara Minerva. Who is that? I don't even know that character. Cheetah's like Wonder Woman's worst enemy. Really? Yeah. I, oh man, now that's gonna really bother me. That's Kristen Wiig. Oh well, d- dude. Like even back when the Super Friends was on, like Cheetah was always Wonder Woman's enemy. That's just how it is. I'm very curious to see the route that they'll go down with her, because I've never been a big Cheetah fan. She never interested me very much. Are you a Kristen Wiig fan? I can take her in small doses. Okay, oh, <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting then. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I like her on Saturday Night Live because it's just little little bits. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like, uh, mighty unpopular opinion here. I do not like Bridesmaids. I've never seen it. I wasn't a big fan of that either. Like, um, the, the scene where they all get food poisoning in the bathroom, like, I, I, that made me laugh. But I think a lot of Kristen Wiig's humor is her being really awkward about things and pointing (laughs) them out when stuff kind of. Oh, I know off, what off, well, off, the, off the, the, the the rails off off the rails. Oh, what's your opinion on her and Anchorman too? Um, I forgot. You. Oh, you know what? She's really funny in that. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. like that that fits like the awkward. I had to I had to remember what she about. was in. 
<laughs> a bunch of her lines there are funny. And I think when she's improvising like that, when she has something totally silly to work with, she's probably pretty funny. I'm certainly not going to tell her how to do her comedy oh, no, or anything no. like that. I don't, I don't, that's not my intention, but. Oh, I know a movie you won't like then. <laughs> The 2016 Ghostbusters. It might be the 2016 Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Well, still going to make you watch it, but whatever. I'm going to reserve any judgment for Wonder Woman 1984 until I see it, because I've seen good movies that had really bad marketing, and I'm not going to let that prevent me from seeing something that I might enjoy. And there's also bad movies that had really good marketing. Such as? I feel like, I hate to say it, I feel like Suicide Squad had a fair fair press stuff before. Suicide Squad had good marketing because the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer for that film is one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Yeah, like for anything. Movie I remember definitely... I remember where I was when I saw really? that. Really? Yeah, that's oh, that trailer was so good. Unfortunately, the movie ugh, mm. did not get up to that point. So, uh, sadly, cuz it could have been really good. On the other side of that, I don't know if you ever saw it, but Edge of Tomorrow with uh I did Tom not Cruise. See that. That movie has terrible marketing. It just makes it look like well, Gears of War. probably why I didn't see it. <laughs> it reminded me of, actually, I think you'll know what movie I'm talking about. It reminded you of Oblivion, it didn't did it? It reminded me of Oblivion, because I think it literally came out not that long after it. Yeah, I think so, too. And they both have Tom Cruise. So, just means that you can't judge a movie by its marketing. No, That's so all. we shouldn't or judge Playmobil the movie by its marketing. <laughs> I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any marketing. I can't judge what I don't even know what I'm looking at. I haven't seen a poster, or trailer for it, or anything. I just saw the trailer on YouTube. That was really. Bad. I didn't even know that it was out. I, I really know didn't. I've seen a trailer, and apparently most of America didn't either. Gosh, Oofed. can't win them all, Playmobil. Can't Sorry, win them all. they haven't been winning anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We have a couple of movies coming out this weekend. Let me just pull up my list of those. We're not going to talk super in-depth about any of these because it's, it's a bit late and we're sort of going to rush to the end of the episode, to the end of tonight's, but we got five movies coming to the, coming to wide release this weekend. The first of which is Jumanji, the next level sequel to the 2017. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Okay. The 2017 Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle starring... The Rock, Kevin Hart, Karen Gillian, and Jack Black. I didn't see that one, but it made a I lot of money. I want to. I it made a lot of money. It. it looked like, and it looked like fun. Did you see it? The trailer? No, the no just, just the first Jumanji. Oh, um, with Robin Williams or the first? Sorry, with, with the Rock. <laughs> the with the Rock. I did see that. Yes. Did you like the, it? The 2017 one. Yeah. Um, it was okay. I'm always skeptical of those kind of things. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Kevin Hart or The Rock as an actor just because he's in so many things now. Oh. And, like... Oh. Sorry if that's a hot take. I just wasn't... Ex- I, that's that's all right. Go ahead. Keep going. Wait, Go with ahead. The Rock as an actor or with Kevin Hart as an actor? Yes. Do you smell The Rock is cooking? <laughs> I I can... Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can get behind certain things with The Rock, but he's just in so many things now. I'm yeah. Like, okay. He is in a I, lot. I like Kevin Hart as a... St- stand-up comedian like more so than an actor just, i mean just, i mean obviously he's not a lot of the time it just feels point. forced i feel like when just, when he's trying to do some lines he, he he's gotten better but still a little bit off-putting for me i see where you're coming from because he does a lot of the same kind of humor well, he just in like no matter what humor he's doing like he just makes the kevin hart face when he's really gonna say, yeah, does some, he just yeah. make does he just play it's himself like, and yes. kevin hart uh-huh yeah that's what that's what he does like the academy award winning kevin hart <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
So sequels coming out this weekend looks very similar in spirit to the first one. So if you enjoyed that and you're looking for more from that continuity, then next level might be the movie for you. Another one is black Christmas. I don't expect anything from this one at all. I've seen ads from it on YouTube. It's just a horror movie based in Christmas and marketed around the fact that it comes out on Friday the 13th of December. Whoa. Whoa. They're so clever. Spooky. Oh, boy. A lot of lot of spook there. It's not October. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell that to this one, Did man. you know that the spookiest month of the year is December? <laughs> it's a known fact. Festive spook. It's the spook spookiest time <laughs> of the year. See, Colin knows the real song. <laughs> there you go. We have Black Christmas. Another one is Richard Jewell, directed by Clint Eastwood. It's a one based on a true story. I don't know all the details of this story, so I'm either. not gonna. I'm not gonna. We did see the trailer a lot today, and I don't think I paid today, attention yes. to it once. <laughs> well, it's about a um, it's about somebody that supposedly saved a lot of lives during a bombing in Atlanta. He, I think somehow. he was like a security guard or something. If I had the information pulled up I here, I, I would. I think I, I kind of know it. it. I can. I'll try to. Kind of sure. I think what I from what I've gotten from it, I don't want to botch the story, but I think he was like a security guard at a festival, okay, during a bombing, and then they just turned it on him, saying that because it was, I think they were suspicious to how he knew that there was a bomb, so they were like, well, obviously it was you. So I think they're, I think it's like about him, more like Richard Yule, because it's yes, you, yeah. I think it's like about him trying to prove that he's innocent. I think that's what it's about. I don't want to be wrong but i'm pretty sure that's that sounds right i i want to check it out because i think eastwood makes good movies and uh if it's about like a real heroic person then i might want to support movies that are being made about people like that so that's another one coming out richard jewell we also got bombshell which i haven't seen a lot about (laughs) (laughs) well to my understanding it's actually about the um female fox news anchors oh that's right I saw the trailer for this. Hear about that? I didn't see the trailer. Is Margot right? Robbie in this movie? I'm not sure. Let me find the cast real quick. I feel like I just saw a trailer for this movie when I went to go see Knives Out, but I could be wrong. I think it was Margot Robbie. I could so Charlie Theron is one of them. Yeah, Charlie Theron, Margot Robin, and Margot what? Robbie. Sorry, and Nicole Kidman are the big headliners fair, for this one. Fair cast. Yeah, Charlie Theron's playing Megan Kelly, so that'll be. I'm not sure what that's going to be about, but I know the people they're portraying. Last one is Uncut Diamonds, Uncut Gems, sorry. Um, And it's like a comedy drama starring Adam Sandler. Is it a comedy? I'm I'm very skeptical of Adam Sandler. Is it legit a comedy? Like, this is an honest question. Does it say it's a comedy? I think the genre listing has it as, like, comedy drama type I don't, thing. I saw the trailer for that, too, and I don't... I Crime, comedy, see. drama. Okay. So I didn't... Honestly, it looked more serious. Yeah, Uncut, yeah Uncut Gems. All right. Yep, crime comedy. Yeah. Um, a charismatic jeweler makes a high-stakes bet that could lead to the windfall of a lifetime. No, all right, okay. Starring Adam Sandler, I guess apparently. I should expect I'm always comedy with Adam Sandler oh. nowadays. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, good. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we all agree that his high point was Happy Gilmore? Probably, yeah. yeah. That or Billy Madison. Yeah. Just that, that little streak of movies. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen yeah. Billy Madison. That's yeah, I would say one. that was probably his best after SNL. The that, price is that wrong. Was that after he left SNL? I don't know when he was on. I can't remember Shoot. the time frame. I you... think. It was probably after. Whatever. With, yeah. I think, it, I think it was. It was uh, yeah. 
we got skepticism from everybody about <laughs> about that last that I, last movie. I, I honestly I think that Adam Sandler's last la, his best his last best movie was Bedtime Stories. I saw that one. That was a good movie. I liked that one a lot as a kid. Yeah, I think that one came out in like 2010 or something. Yeah, around right. there. I mean, Do you want to know who else is in that movie? Kevin, a really... Was it Kevin James? No, it was not. Aww. It's a person that you probably haven't heard his name in a very long time for probably a good reason. It's Russell Brand. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's, yeah, that's a... Right. You're right. Haven't heard that name in a long time is correct. <laughs> wow. Have you just been transported back to 2010 or whatever <laughs> good movie came out? Yeah, because he was in all the trailers for Get Into the Greek. And I, I, <laughs> yep. I saw that. I saw that. Stuff. I never saw the movie, but I saw the trailer everywhere because Russell Brand's face was always on it. This, Bedtime Stories came out in 2008. Wow. Okay, it's been a while. Yeah. I, yeah. I convinced Oof. that that was his last good movie. Sorry. I don't. I, we were talking about Grown Ups earlier, but. Nah. Grown Ups is not a good movie per no. se. But it does have that one really funny moment where that super buff guy is coming up to Maya Rudolph and all the wives. And then it turns out he just has a really high voice. Yeah, oh from, my gosh, I, I forgot keep, about that. Oh my god, that's such from a, like Saskatchewan. Oh, that's such a terrible yeah. joke. It was uh-huh. like looked like he's on steroids and uh-huh. just like a really high pitched voice. And then Maya Rudolph says, <laughs> "Everything was on steroids except for his voice." <laughs> wow, that was a great impression. <laughs> why? Why? Thank you. I, I strive. I strive for that. Yep. For a second, our listeners actually thought that Maya Rudolph came into the studio. I mean, and, she was and, here and, and grabbed my mic. She like was half, here for like two seconds, <laughs> just for that make a cameo. Thank you, thank you, Maya. Thank, appreciate it. Pleasure doing business with you. Say, say, you're welcome. Say, you're welcome, Maya. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, Maya. Oh my! Anytime, perfect. anytime. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know why she said you're welcome, Maya. That's kind of weird, but. Did you, know, Maya, did you know that Maya Rudolph talks in the third person? <laughs> <laughs> this is a really goofy note to end our last episode of the semester on, but we will be back next semester with the same crew if you guys are, uh, if you guys will tolerate me for well, that. <laughs> I already know what we're talking about next time, so I will be back. Is it Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed? I mean, it can be. Ooh. It's going to be Star Wars, but spoilers. No, it's... Maybe I'll throw you off. Maybe it will be Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Scooby-Doo Unleashed. spoilers. I'm really excited for the last... I hate to say I'm excited for the last show that we're doing like at the end of next semester because it's. I'm already going to pitch in that it's going to be a Scooby-Doo-themed episode for the preview of Scoob. Good to know. <laughs> we are actually going to come back next semester. The first week uh, that class has come back, which I believe is the week of like January 13th, somewhere around there. And we will be doing a Star Wars special episode because at that time, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker will have come out and we can like look at all the movies that have been released up to that point in the saga. So that will be a really fun one. And if you want to tune into that, then be sure to follow our Twitter for when the next time for the show is. And we'll definitely be talking about it. Until then, we're going to go on break and enjoy our holidays. Any closing remarks from you guys? Anything like that? Uh, Happy holidays. All I gotta say is, you just gotta believe in the heart of the cards. Uh, why did I open the floor? I don't know. Uh, why did I do that? Also, everyone go watch Scooby Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. That's a good movie. This is the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> why did I do that? Those are my closing remarks this semester. That was one mistake, Colin. Yeah, this is. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, can't, I can't hit the button to turn the mics off because I'm using it to rub my eyes real hard. Ugh. <laughs> oh. 
Well, Colin, it's time to do, 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 end the show. Say goodbye. Well, from all of us here at Beyond the Real, we hope that you ha, 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 have an awesome night. Good night. <laughs>